Welcome to FI Talk, your go-to podcast for all things related to achieving financial freedom in Canada. Here's your hosts, Tom and Brandon. Is the Canadian housing market going to crash today? That's what we're talking about here on another episode of FI Talk. So Brandon and I, we're going to kind of take you through what our opinion is as to where the market is today, where we're going to be seeing it in the next year or so, and kind of give you our opinion as to whether we're going to see the market cool down even more or whether we're going to see that kind of heat up in the near future. For sure. And obviously no crystal ball. Everything we do is based on opinion, but we do have a lot of data points that we rely on and we use this to inform our own investing and we are heavily invested in this. So everything we're sharing, we're going all in on. And uh, just another piece here is we actually agree on something for once. So this is a rare episode where Tom and I are on the same page. That's that's very true. I didn't even think about that, actually. It's, it, well, I'm sure we'll find something here that we disagree on. But for the most part, we do. And we're not going to give it away right away. But why don't we talk about really just the state of the market where we're in right now. And kind of just talk about, if, like, we both agree on this for sure, is that rates are at the peak. We don't see any more rate rates increasing in the near future. Because we're in we're in the market, we're in the, the mortgage broker space, we kind of see this on the back end, we're ingested into this every day. And given that we've seen some fixed rates drop in the in the near or in the last couple of weeks, and the Bank of Canada has had those consecutive pauses, inflation's down, all of those different things are kind of gearing us towards what we think is going to be some rate decreases come. Well, in my opinion, I think it's going to be uh, probably mid-year next year. A lot of people are actually saying now that we're going to probably see it earlier in the year. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Brandon. I'm still sticking to mid-year uh, just because I think we need a little bit more time to watch it play out. And I they don't want to jump the gun and then be like, oh, fuck, we have to pull back again. Uh, right now, though, inflation numbers are back to what we were at in November and December of 2021. So that's a real nice place to get back to and a lot of what's impacting inflation right now is household costs that that being both mortgage and rent so obviously a decrease in those rates would help on the mortgage side of things rents they're kind of screwed because they've created this environment where rents were increased to pay higher mortgages and that takes a little while to dial back but uh mortgage prices should come down at least yeah, I think the the biggest contributor to that in, of recent news is the fact that this this past week we had that inflation report at three point one percent, which is uh, the Bank of Canada has always been stating they want to hit that two to three percent range, and they know they have those lagging indicators, so they know they're going to start cutting soon. And another factor towards that is the fact that we have a lot of renewals coming up in twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. So the Bank of Canada they don't want. Uh, an issue with people coming up for renewal and not being able to afford their homes. And we're going to see a lot of, not a lot of it, but we'll probably see some of that happen if rates don't decrease, uh, because a lot of those people coming up for rates uh, for renewals in 2025 and six are people that renewed in 20 or got a mortgage in 2020 or 2021, which are uh, a lot lower than where rates are at today. So people are going to have that huge payment shock. So I think that's a big factor that the Bank of Canada realizes they have to start cutting uh, at least uh, by the by mid next year, like we both said. Um, but yeah, even like a, I think I read a, a stat like over 70 percent of economists are now believing that the rates are going to decrease or they're going to start cutting by, I think, March or April of next year, which seems like pretty aggressive. But um, yeah, time will tell. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of like the stuff that the renewal concerns there, you can see the Christia Freeland, Canada's non-finance finance minister. Uh, she put out some stuff this week saying that banks had to offer the best possible rate. They had to reach out to borrowers earlier. They had to do things like um, work with borrowers without a, a prepayment penalty if they were in financial duress. And a lot of these things, like on the broker channel, we already looked out for people um, doing these just as our customer service, but now it's being mandated for a lot of the bigger banks. And I think that's going to stop a lot of that like panic sell scenarios because people won't have the gun against their head for lack of a better term. Yeah. And, and for some of these people that are going to feel that payment shock, there there are options like just to name one option. We I think we touched on this on one of our previous episodes, but if you're coming up for renewal and you want to reduce that payment, one way you can do that is by stretching out your amortization. So that's the length of your mortgage. You can stretch it out to the max of 30 years in most cases, which will bring that payment down. So that's one solution you can you can do. It's technically a refinance at that point. So you're not doing a straight renewal, but oftentimes it reduces that payment. So that's one option. Um, but why don't we pivot towards where we're at in terms of like the housing prices? Because I think there's a big misconception that prices have dropped significantly year over year where that's not really the case. If you actually look at the stats, the national stats that is for Canada, um, we've actually seen an increase of 2% year over year as of, as of October of this year. Now, if you look back to February of 2022, that's where you'll see that decline in the major markets like using Toronto or Vancouver, for example, we've seen a decrease of between 15 to 20%, which is quite a bit of a staggering decrease because uh, that February 2022 was was the peak of the COVID market. So I think uh, we'll probably continue to see a bit of rate or sorry, uh, purchase prices decreasing, but I don't see it lasting too long. And why I say that is because if we're heading into the spring market, who knows, maybe we see a rate decrease there, or uh, maybe we see that in the summer. I think once that happens, the market's going to pick up again. So I really don't see the prices falling too too much further than, than right now. Uh, what's your thought on that, Brandon? Yeah, I agree. I think there's going to be like a bit of a, a weird inflection point where as soon as the Bank of Canada either cuts rates or people start feeling like they're going to be, there's going to be all that pent up energy and that's going to just mark the bottom of the market. I personally feel like you the best time to buy would have been like January of this past year because there were so many people panicking and you could get some some real deals. Uh, obviously, there's quite a few of those still on the table now, but there's going to be a point where Bank of Canada is going to say, you know what, rates are down and everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck, now's the time I got to get it. And that's going to be that big push that, you know, you, you're you're too late to the party. You should have been there right now. Yeah, I actually think like right now is a, a great time to buy it if you can find the right property for you. Because, um, you know, before we hit that boom, I think with the property sitting longer, sellers are a bit more desperate, not saying you want to take advantage. But if you are buying, um, then, yeah, it could be a great time to buy right now um, because we are in that buyer's market in Ontario. Uh, maybe some other markets like Calgary or even uh, the majority of markets out west are not as as heavy as a buyer's market as here in Ontario in the major markets. But yeah, where we are right now, we're seeing even like a lot of uh, a lot of interest of people coming off the sidelines just from those fixed rate decreases over the last couple of weeks. The thing is, most people don't know that the rates decreased last week because 
there it's not in the news it's not in the headlines the headlines are usually the bank yeah. of canada uh had which is the variable rates nothing to do with the fixed rates but the fixed rates don't typically make the headlines and uh we've seen even reaching out to past clients or database or realtor partners the people we've talked to about the rates decreasing the, we've seen a lot of people interested in coming back so that's where in my head, I'm like, well, wait until it's, it makes the front line, uh, the news headlines of rates decreasing. I think that's where we'll see a lot of people jumping back in. hundred percent. Like that's just literally mortgage brokers and people in the finance industry and real estate sharing that news with borrowers. And like, I know we got over 20 leads last week after yeah. a pretty quiet stretch. And it was like, Oh, I heard rates are down. I need to, I need to get pre-approved at this new low rate. And it's like, okay, this is just from like our marketing. Whereas like, you know, that's as soon as that hits the news, it's going to be like, Oh wow, crap. Okay. I got to get on board here. So I, I, I totally agree there. Um, another big piece that gets touched on a lot and I think it's going to have a huge impact is immigration. And there are so many people coming to Canada, uh, 465,000 in 2023, planning for 485,000 in 2024 and 500,000 in 2025. Now these are like government targets. And one thing that is pretty consistent with the government is their targets are always way off. And there are way more immigrants coming in than these numbers report. And every time they look back on that, they've missed like people who were uh, temporary residents who decide to stay. They've missed refugees who have come to the country. So our numbers are actually way higher. And a lot of these immigrants have that goal and dream of home ownership and they're not coming here as this like picture of like poor immigrants a lot of them are coming with established wealth and expertise in desirable industries so they are going to very quickly get on the property ladder and there's not enough properties available for this yeah that's just it like there's there's so many people that are missed from that those stats and it's just um it's one of those things that just you it contributes to the demand that that we have in this country for for housing and if you look at the numbers like we have 465,000 immigrants in 2023 485 in 2024 and 500 in 2025 like that's a that's a lot and we're not keeping up with the building uh the housing supply here in Canada so it's like uh what are we going to do with all these people coming into the country and I know it's a lot of people have talked about this but that's why both Brandon and I, like that's one of the biggest contributors as to why we think we won't see that housing crash, uh, the market crash, and why we think we'll see that that boom happen at some point next year, whether it's spring or summer. For sure. And it's going to be a boom, both on the housing prices and also I think a boom on the, the rental increase as well, because yeah. you're going to have that much more competition. And you know what, why not get more rent? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if, you, if <laughs> yeah, if you can, uh, if you can manage it, if you're a landlord, I mean, you're not going to be able to to kick tenants out here in Ontario with the landlord tenant law. But um, if you're in the States, some of the, the states you got going on there, sure, you, you can get away with that. But um, pivoting back to that with I know there's so there's one stat that CMHC came out with, they said that they find that Canada is still short three and a half million housing units for by the time uh, 2020. 2030 hits, which is crazy, man. Three and a half million housing units for 2030. Like, that's what we need in order to to house these people. Like, uh, I, I would be curious as to like what the actual uh, number is for the amount of housing that we're building compared to that. I know it's nowhere close to three and a half million, man. 
Yeah, for sure. And I would actually be surprised to see if they base that number on like the data points, like 465,000, 485, 500, because we know those data points are wrong yeah. because they miss so much. I bet you the housing units they actually need is is far in excess of that, just given how accurate the government is. Yeah. Not 100%. to make this political, but <laughs> the government data is so bad. Yeah. I, I feel like you and I are, are like the furthest thing from political people. <laughs> That's probably the most political thing we'll say. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep it at that. Yeah. So, yeah, just if you haven't gathered, we fully believe that property prices are going to increase, that rates are coming to an end, that roller coaster of interest rates, thankfully, is is stopped. I think it's, it's stopped and we're going to be able to come down now. Um, I think there's a lot of people on the sidelines and these people are ready to come back to the market. And as soon as they do, we'll see those prices start to increase again. Yeah. And if you're someone out there and you're thinking about getting into the market, it's not to say, hey, you have to get in right now. Like at the end of the day, it, it has to be when you are ready and you feel comfortable getting into the market, whether you're a first time home buyer or you're moving up in the property ladder. The first thing you need to do is just figure out your budget and and whether that makes sense for you from a monthly uh, cash flow perspective, a monthly budget perspective. And that's what you and I do, Brandon, on the, the mortgage side here is we're not just going to say, hey, you're pre-approved for this amount. Like we're going to actually build out that budget because that's the most important thing, whether you're buying, selling, buying your first home, buying a rental property, like you need to know the numbers and you need to know what the, the monthly payment is going to be, um, because at the end of the day, that is the, the most vital thing going forward. So. Uh, but with that being said, if you are in that position and you feel comfortable with that payment, yes, I do believe right now is a good time to buy. For sure. 100%. So I think Tom, you and I are both looking for our next property right now. Uh, we'll see what we can find. Maybe we can grab something before the prices start to come up and take advantage of we're in a market where there's been about a 15 to 20% reduction. So only the future will tell if we're right. I love these kind of like prediction things because it timestamps this and we could look like total idiots. I know. Yeah. That's why we it's our opinion and we're going off of the stats <laughs> and the data, right? We, we've been burned before yeah. with that, that one uh, comment Tiff Macklin made back in the day that he's holding rates low until 2024 and that burned like 99% of mortgage brokers. So uh, we're always going to be careful yeah. going forward with, with what our opinions are. But hey, at the end of the day, we're going to give you our opinion and it's going to be based off of the the stats and the data that we have in front of us. For sure. And, and our opinion is guiding our investing. And so you get to watch it play out in real time as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll wrap this one up and that's uh, if you guys have any questions about that or if you have any of your own opinions, definitely comment on uh, whatever, you're, whatever you're listening to. If you're on YouTube, give us a comment, send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care, everyone. Cheers.